0: You're listening to the Live, Love, Engage podcast. On today's show, we're going to be talking about how finding a deeper connection with your body can help you lead a vibrant life. Stay tuned. I am Gloria Grace Rand, founder of The Love Method and author of the number one Amazon bestseller, Live, Love, Engage, How to Stop Doubting Yourself and Start Being Yourself. In this podcast, we share practical advice from a spiritual perspective on how to live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically, so you can create a life and business with more impact, influence, and income. Welcome to Live, Love, Engage. namaste and welcome welcome to another edition of live love engage i am gloria grace rand as our intro just said and just in case you're confused um (laughs) in case you can't tell my voice (laughs) but anyway um i am delighted to be here today we are actually as we're doing on wednesdays now broadcasting live on facebook and youtube so um if you are listening to this on the replay though welcome as well. So I'm glad to have you here. And I'm delighted to add in our guest today who is really going to be talking to us a lot about being in the body. So let me welcome and bring her in Leah McQuaid. Welcome, Leah.
1: Hi. Thanks, well, thanks for I'm, having me.
0: Yeah, glad to have you. We are uh, yeah, I'm excited to to talk about what you're, what all you're involved in. So let me let people know um, who you are, what you do. Uh, your, Leah is a transformational life coach and embodiment expert with a passion for helping people overcome obstacles, tap into their potential, and create a life they love. And she's also a A master certified coach has a master's degree in occupational therapy, specializing in women's health. She also holds numerous certifications in shamanic studies and various modern and traditional yoga styles. And she blends her unique life experiences, knowledge and skills to guide people in removing blockages that might be in the way of living a full and vibrant life, which is certainly something that I think we all aspire to do is to live a full and vibrant life. That's kind of what Live, Love, and is all about. It's about living fully. So, um, I would love for you to maybe start off today by telling us uh, how you how you got here. You know what what drove you into doing this type of work?
1: Yeah, I love this question. It's really been a journey, like you hear from so many people. And my journey really began the very first time I hit rock bottom. I was in college getting my master's degree and really struggled with depression and anxiety. And just from seeking, I found a practitioner who taught me meditation. So I learned meditation at a very young age um, in my early 20s and There was a period of my life, like many of us with the ebbs and the flows, uh, there was a period of my life where I didn't engage in meditation and I started to really go into some challenging parts of my life. Still to this day that period where I wasn't meditating wasn't doing yoga was some of the hardest times in my life um, I learned a lot during that period um, but it wasn't until I got back into meditation um, after about six seven years of not engaging in any spiritual practices not really engaging in very much yoga or meditation or really even getting into the transformational space and then it was my body that shut down. My body told me I was pushing myself too hard. I was not engaging in meaningful activity. My my job wasn't meaningful or purposeful to me any longer, and um, I was stressed. And so my body shut down. And so I was really I had a whole lot of symptoms: um, gut issues, and insomnia, and depression, and anxiety came back into my life full force and so I was really forced uh, from you know the physical body breaking down and I was I was really forced in a lot of ways to go back into my meditation practice um, and I'll never forget sitting in my meditation room um, I had a, a whole room devoted to meditation and, and really wondering, what is this restlessness still inside of me? Because I had everything. I had a really lovely, beautiful relationship with my husband. I was getting ready to quit my job and travel the world. Um, I had developed this beautiful spiritual practice through yoga. And yet there was still this restlessness I could feel inside my body. And I didn't know what it was all about. And I just kept showing up on my meditation mat. And I just kept being curious. And finally, I found enough safety within my body and recognized that there was probably some trauma in my past um, as um, a little girl that I had disassociated from. And I didn't know for sure because it's really common for us as children to disassociate and come out of our body um, when we experience traumatic things that happen to our body as a way to cope, it was a beautiful way to cope. And then now I'm recognizing at that point in my life that um, this disassociation from these experiences from my past were really blocking me from fully feeling um, my potential and really feeling the peace and joy within. And so it was really that point that um, I sought support. I went and uh, uh, sought some support and it's that point in my life that my life changed forever because I then um from that point and that was eight y- years ago now um have have been meditating ever since and have been um on the spiritual path and the spiritual journey um of discovering the true self that re- resides within and um so that this is why embodiment is so important to me because all of this has come from uh, a strong and body place coming from my embodiment practices.
0: Mm, that's, yeah, that's awesome. I I appreciate you sharing that story. And, you know, we, we were talking a little bit uh, before we got on about that it really, uh, I guess, was yoga that that sort of kind of pull really got you in touch with the body. And I guess that maybe is that sort of how uh, what led you to be uh, focus on that more in your coaching practice? Is that?
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, at the same time when I was, you know, uh, coming back to meditation after a l- many years of of not being in that that space and not engaging in those practices, um, I, one of the th- the things that helped me really understand um, and begin to be curious about what embodiment is and begin to understand how we have these, these past experiences that live within our bodies. And we have um, these sort of quote unquote blockages, right? That really affect us from living um, our, our best lives. Um, and, and yoga was, was really important embodiment practice for me uh, in the beginning of, of this work. And I'll never forget Sitting in meditation, uh, I'm sorry, sitting in in yoga classes or, or, you know, in downward facing dog uh, or warrior two and instructor saying, listen to your body. And I'll never forget being like, what does that mean? I had no idea what that meant. And so yoga was really a catalyst for me to begin that journey towards embodiment. Hmm. so so what does it mean oh my gosh so here's the thing right like embodiment means so many different things to so many different people and it is a term that's really I think in a lot of ways overused um I think embodiment well first off if you're in if you're a seeker if you're um, really searching And you're you're wanting a deeper connection in your relationships. You want a deeper connection with yourself. And you want to be more authentic. All of these sort of things that kind of um, get thrown around in the self-development space, right? If if we really want this, we have to start to go inward, right? So oftentimes... Especially as women, we're told that we should be a certain way, that little girls uh, should be, are are good. Little girls are good. And, you know, girls aren't, and women aren't supposed to express anger. And we're told so many things about how we should be. And it really affects us and, and prevents us from being authentically ourselves. And so when we begin to search, and go inward, um, we can begin to really understand that who we are um, at a deeper level uh, is um, perfect. Like who we are is from the inside. Like we, we can't get this sort of validation that the world tells us we need to get from the outside. We have to get it from the inside. And, and, and so that to me is what embodiment is like it's important to begin to go inward and feel into what it's like to live from the inside out instead of the outside in and so to me that's what embodiment is and y- you can have another coach on here another you know uh, author and they will they will describe embodiment in a different way and that's also the really beautiful thing about that the word embodiment that it's 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 really uh, independent of of who you are, and can be described from from your experiences. Mm, awesome.
0: So, how does someone, you know, really start getting in touch with their body? How do they find? What have you found to be some good techniques to be able to help people find that deeper connection within their bodies?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, I talked about yoga. Yoga is a really great practice to begin to focus. on on what's happening inside and and you've probably heard a lot about and your listeners have probably heard a lot about mindfulness and meditation so Those practices I think are really fundamental um, because it allows us to slow down enough to listen So that was really my challenge when when um, I first started a regular yoga practice and you I heard the term listen to your body The thing is, is my mind was going so fast and I was jumping from one thing to the next and crossing off all the things on the to-do list. And I was doing all the things on the outside that said, this is success, right? However, I didn't slow down enough to really listen to what my body needed, right? So I was... Mm -hmm. My body needed rest long before I gave it rest. <laughs> um, you know, my body needed the different nutrition i was I was um, doing uh, a lot of sort of diets for athletes. I was a competitive triathlete, and so I slowing down is foundational, and there's a lot of different mindfulness and meditation practices or yoga right, that can help you really slow down come out of the mind because the mind can sometimes trump what's really going on in the body. So those are just some foundational practices. And then, of course, from there, there's the, so many other practices that I love to teach women. Um, and in one of my, my favorites, I'll just share right now um, that I think your listeners will really like is um, is is. And this this is a little different from the stillness practice, but still really effective at listening to the body. And you can put on a song, any song that you really enjoy, and you move your body the way that you feel. So in that requires us to really feel first, because our feelings are in our bodies. That's the other thing that I know I was really challenged with is, um, um, feeling my feelings instead of just, uh, pushing them down and, and, uh, you know, um, feeling my feelings, which are in the body is really important. And so, so one of the practices is put on a, put on a song, your favorite song and move your body the way your body feels. And so if you're, um, excited, move your body, like, You're excited. If you're feeling unmotivated, move your body like you're unmotivated, right? And so, um, and this can change. You might have a five minute song and you might start out feeling, you know, maybe unmotivated. And then you start moving your body and you feel like, oh, I'm feeling better now. I'm getting more energy. So you move your body in that way, like you have more energy. And so it's just a beautiful way to really listen. what your body needs and then giving your body what what you need uh, through movement. It's a really beautiful and fun practice to do. So mm-hmm. I wanted to share that with your listeners. as
0: well. Oh, I, I love that. Cause I, I love dance anyway. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to take ballet and jazz and all that stuff. And, and I know I've done things like that, like in, in, in my office one day, I think I was cleaning and then I decided to put on some music and it was like one of my old favorite songs. And I just started dancing around my office and it just, you know, it felt good to do that. But I also love what, when you were saying, too, about the feelings, I want to get back to that, where you were talking about how we don't feel our feelings. And it's interesting, I just actually had posted uh, today, in fact, on LinkedIn, uh, a post about how that so often, and I think it was like um, 42% of adults will just say, will respond, I'm fine. When someone says, ask them, how are you? Instead of really getting into, you know, maybe being a little bit more vulnerable and being an being able to answer that question. So um, I love how you've got some different good ways of being able to start getting it and, and recognizing the feelings that we have. Um, I know one of the things you talk about is something about like internal boundaries. What um, what do you mean by that? And, and and why are they important? And how do we develop them?
1: Yeah, absolutely. If it's okay, I'd like to address the em- emotions and the feelings yeah. part real quick yeah, as well, yeah, if that's absolutely. okay. And then yeah. I would love to, yeah, answer the internal boundaries as well. So I just think that this is a, a real important thing to bring up because so many of us are told as children that, um you know, in, in a sense, our emotions don't matter. I know you, you start to cry. Oh, don't cry, stop crying, right? Or like I mentioned already, little girls are culturally conditioned to- right not express anger and so we don't we don't typically learn how to feel our feelings and how to feel our emotions, more or less express them in an appropriate way, right? And so right. many of us will stuff those emotions down. I know this was this was me. this was me um why, and this is why my very first breakdown moment, I know on the floor in in the bathroom crying sort of moment, right? when I really hit rock bottom. um and one of the things is, is I wish I had been pushing my emotions down for years and years and and it it oftentimes will surface as depression or anxiety because those emotions need to move so emotions are energy in motion and if we just stuff them and push them down and don't learn how to move through them then they're gonna leak out in other ways and And um, so they need to be moved. Absolutely. Different. Yeah. And sometimes they come out in inappropriate ways too. Like maybe
0: we overreact when we're upset with someone just because we've like, you know, held it in for so long and, and it's just burst out. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm glad that you're, one of the things that you're doing is helping people with, with the, with the feelings. So, yeah. So, so so now, yeah, so let's get back to tell me a little bit about internal boundaries, because maybe, maybe they even relate to this. I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I, I like to think of internal boundaries as those things that we do, the boundaries we put in place that allow us to um, listen to the body on a deeper lever, level and allows us To do the practices that we need to do to stay embodied and to move through emotions, for example, right? So, the internal boundaries I like to think of as first off, setting up the soul care. So, rather than self care, I like the idea of soul care. So, it's even a step further, right? So, you're really nourishing your soul with these practices. They're not just taking a bath because you like to take baths. Not saying baths aren't, but aren't great and I love taking baths and they could be your soul nourishment for the day but it's also those deeper practices like we talked about right Um, already the the foundational practices that we we've talked about to help you really go inward and so the internal boundaries are those boundaries you place within yourself to um, make sure that these practices happen on a daily basis Um, because it really is a daily practice um, embodiment is daily right embodiment is daily it's it's embodiment is living what what you say you are right and this is a big challenge i think in our world today as we all put on our instagram faces um and uh (laughs) you know put on our masks and our roles um uh, we we do these things on the outside uh and then yet on the inside we're a mess so the Mm -hmm. internal boundaries are are, are those disciplined things? And, and it's, I don't like to necessarily use the term discipline all the time. Sometimes people do do respond to more of the disciplined sort of practices. Um, you know, and other times it's just listening. If you get more evolved in this, then you can really listen. Okay, so today I need this practice, right? right? But in the beginning, when you're really establishing these internal boundaries to allow you to evolve and transform and move into deeper practices, the discipline is really important. And that's what I think the internal boundaries are all about is creating that discipline for yourself.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, I think, well, discipline, I don't have the exact dictionary definition, but I feel that it's, it's not necessarily always the, um, you know, you know, you know, get it done, get it done. And, you know, or you're going to be punished if you don't do it, but it's also, it's, it's more, Sort of a, a, I think, elevated version of a practice. You know, it's it's a discipline of following something over and over again, and 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 keeping up with that. So that that makes sense. Um, you talked about a little bit earlier on about uh, trauma that you had maybe experienced, and and maybe that you didn't. You had sort of blocked out. How does um, the past show up in our bodies, and and what can we do to heal from that?
1: Yeah, so it's interesting how our current ways we show up and behave in the world can um, be patterns and those patterns could have developed from um, what happens to us in our past. And there's more and more research being done around healing from trauma from a somatic embodied place. And so we can talk about what happened to us in the past I'm in therapy all day long. But honestly, in my experience, both um, professionally in the coaching that I do, but also within my own experience, it's not until we go inward and heal from the body perspective that um, things really transform in our lives. And so, th- my work that I do around this is really informed by Peter Levine. Um, if any of your listeners are really curious about this and want to dive in deeper, of course, I'm, I'm here for all of your listeners. But as well as I just wanted to mention Peter Levine, because his work has just been so transformational um, in in my own experience of healing trauma and then also um. How I've uh, how I help others um, in my coaching practice as well. So honestly, it can show up in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. Um, it can show up as um, as and I'm drawing a blank at this moment about how it can show up, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> um, different patterns, like the patterns that we really get into um, of, of uh, people pleasing, um, how how um, the Maybe the difficulty we have um, with setting boundaries, it can show up. So a lot of different ways, honestly, it can show up in physical symptoms. Right. Um, And for me, the way that my trauma in my past showed up is uh, having challenging time, uh, really trusting people um, and creating those deeper connections were really a challenge for me um, due to some of the things that I experienced in my past. So how it shows up for you in your current reality um, is going to be really different and can be very varied for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. But the important thing here and what I really want to emphasize is the importance of going into the body and healing the traumas from um, the embodied place and from the nervous system, because it's really the nervous system that um remembers. So um, the body remembers what the mind forgets. So oftentimes, mm-hmm. we can for- forget about these things that happen to us or not even recognize them as a trauma. Um, and it's once again, like I talked about already, the way that the body and the way that we cope with the things that happen to us in our lives. And it's a really beautiful mechanism. But it, it, oftentimes, they'll, they'll come a point in our lives where these things no, no longer serve us serve us these ways of coping. And um, really healing from a somatic place inside the body can help us transform these long held patterns and beliefs. Mm, yeah. uh,
0: what gets you really excited about the work you're doing when you're when you're working with with someone in, in this and, and helping them to really get in touch with the body?
1: Ooh, what gets me excited? It's it's the transformation. It's the mm-hmm. getting to the root of the, the the problems. Because so many people I think um have gone down this path and have been seeking and have been healing for a long time and still are having the same sort of patterns and challenges come up. And mm, it lights me up to to really get to the root of the the problem and start to work, um, which in my mind is is the body, right? Um, and really work from that place. so it's it's seeing these transformations that my clients and these results that my clients get that really really get me excited. Hmm.
0: Well, I'm glad to hear that and doesn't doesn't surprise me because it it makes sense, you know, to really be able to see see someone. Uh, grow and blossom you know when you're working with them is definitely uh, something that I know I think any anyone and certainly anyone in the coaching space certainly loves to do Uh, what, maybe you can share, because sometimes I think it's, it's helpful to be able to learn um, from others, you know, you kind of talked a little bit about some of the challenges, but what do you think, um, what has been maybe either like the biggest challenge or the biggest mistake you've, you've ever made in, in, in learning this, you know, in learning how to be, to be able to embody?
1: Hmm. Oh, interesting. My biggest mistake in learning how is not trusting. Mm. Not trusting that what I'm feeling on the inside is correct or right. And just trusting that whatever it is that I'm feeling is what I'm supposed to be feeling. And also trusting myself that I can move through it. So I think in the beginning, when a lot of really heavy emotions were coming to the surface for me, And I hadn't quite developed the tools to move through them. um, I would still continue to stuff them. Right. And so I think for me in the beginning, especially just trusting that I, I, it was okay to feel these big feelings um, that I was feeling in the body and that I had the tools to move through them.
0: Yeah, that's so important. the The learning to trust ourselves, I think, is one of the things. And again, I think it may be especially for women because we've been so culturally um, trained to to not pay attention to, our, as you said earlier, you know, to not pay attention to our feelings and and our our gut, our our heart is. Right there, <laughs> you know, to giving us the answers. Get, as, as long as we start listening to it. So it's it's so important to be able to do that. And I know it's helpful to have uh, outside help sometimes to be able to do this because a lot of times we have blind spots in that area and we don't realize it. And so that's where someone like yourself uh, can really help people out. And I appreciate the work you're, that you're doing. Uh, what? what impact would you like to have on planet earth during your lifetime?
1: Oh, I love this. I am a visionary. I like to consider myself a visionary. So I am honestly envisioning a lot of things, (laughs) a lot of things for our world, but primarily I'd really love to help women see that the feminine values of love and trust and compassion and tenderness and community all of these sort of characteristics that define the feminine that first off they're important they're valued they're needed and in that understanding that women will hopefully come to more and more and more and more the world will see the value of these characteristics because Right now, to be honest, our world values more of the masculine, right? More of the doing, more of the drive. The more you do, the more successful you are. And I really would love to switch that because I think the world needs more of the feminine characteristics and valued, right? They're there, right? People talk about love all the time. We just talked about trust. Of course, people are building communities everywhere, but I would love for this to be valued just as much as the masculine way of doing things. And I think it really starts with us women because our wisdom and our intuition um, is within our bodies, and so this is why I go this route towards an embodiment because that wisdom and that intuition um, um, is is within the body
0: yeah absolutely we do need that we do need the balance we need the feminine and the masculine and it's it, you 're right there has been a, a definite we're, we've been living under this sort of patriarchal type of uh, way of thinking and in and, and its time. I, I, and I do believe actually that the pendulum is is swinging back to including more feminine uh, attributes. and and I do think you know men are realizing this and and women are stepping into their own, they are stepping out and being more um, forward and and acknowledging themselves as they should, that we are, powerful women and we are entitled to have all the love and joy and freedom and pleasure and peace that you talk about uh, just as much as any man. Before we close out our interview, is there anything else that I should have asked you that I didn't?
1: No, I mean, I would love to offer your listeners a free uh, session, a free coaching session and for many of us, we listen to um, uh, podcasts and we're bombarded by social media and emails, and we can get really bombarded for lack of a better word with all of the things that we um, don't actually take action, right? There's all these things coming at us. And I just want to support your listeners in if they felt a, a Reaction if they felt a trigger if they felt activated in any way or if they're just simply curious um, Maybe they'd never heard of this idea of trauma being in the body or maybe that word trauma triggered um, Any of your listeners and that's okay. I want to just lay like, Preface that like it's okay. Whatever is coming up for you. is okay and I'm here to support you and I'm offering free support um, and it's just an opportunity for you to get your questions answered or maybe you don't even have questions. Maybe you're just like, I was activated, Leah, right? My, my heart started to pound when you talked about trauma and whatever it might be. Um, it's beautiful that you notice that because that is being embodied by understanding the signals of your body. And so if you're activated in any way, or this resonates with you, maybe you got excited about something, you know, I'm uh, please book, book a free session with me. Um, I would love to offer your listeners free coaching and, and any support that I can around um, this topic of embodiment.
0: Well, that's very generous. So how can someone then uh, contact you if they want to take you up on that beautiful offer?
1: Yeah. So you can go to my, my website and book a free um, session on my website that my website is leahmcquade.com. So L E A H M C Q U A D E. And Instagram is also a really lovely way to um, stay connected. Um, So my Instagram is leahmcquade1, the number one at the end, and also on Facebook. So leah.mcquade1 on Facebook as well. yeah, you can also send me an email if if that's also another really great way. If you just have a question, you're not sure if you should book a free coaching call. Maybe you want to ask a question about what coaching is. Even that's totally great. I would I would love to to connect with you on that way too. So info at Leah is is my um, email if you want to send me a question. Um, also social media messenger. You know, DM me. <laughs> Whatever. Find me. Find me. Don't (laughs) let this opportunity to gain more insight into what's really going on from the inside. Right. Don't let this opportunity go. So contact me. Let me know that you heard heard this thing and you're feeling this thing. And can I, I I'm here to support and to serve. So please reach out.
0: All right. I love that. Well, I will make sure that I have all of that information in the show notes as well. So for those who are going to be uh, listening to this uh, podcast, on um, they can go to live, love, engage, podcast.com and you'll find all the information there uh, when this episode goes live on all the lovely podcast platforms like Apple and Spotify and all that good stuff. So uh, thank you for being here today. I really do appreciate all of the wonderful information that you have shared. I know it, uh, it, it definitely has, I'm sure touched someone today and resonated with them. And I really appreciate the work that you are doing in the world. So keep it up.
1: All right. Thanks, Gloria. I appreciate it.
0: All right. And thank all of you out there as well, who have been, uh, watching today, uh, are on Facebook or on YouTube and, uh, I really do appreciate you and I would love it if you'd leave a comment. If you heard something today that you liked, you can leave it on Facebook or YouTube. And as well, for those of you who are listening, if you care to leave us a review on Apple or Podchaser that would be awesome as well. So uh, next week at this time, um, 11 o'clock Eastern, I am going to be doing a solo episode. So I'm not going to be interviewing someone. It's going to be just me. Um, and I'm not sure what the topic is but yet, but uh, it'll be good. I guarantee it'll be some interesting things that we're going to be doing. So I hope you will tune in for that. And until next time, as always, I encourage you to Go out today and every day and live fully, love deeply, and engage authentically. Did you know that a majority of entrepreneurs tend to discount the importance of their work? And a good number feel their success is simply due to luck. I know from personal experience that self-doubt can keep you from having the kind of life and business you desire. That's why I've created a free guide called Uniquely You. How to move from self-doubt to self-love in four simple steps. To claim your free guide, go to liveloveengage.gift. That's liveloveengage.gift.